Welcome back, guys. You're listening to the Watts Podcast, World of Athletic Therapy, Training, and Sports. I'm Luca, and I'm here along with Tyler, Joe, and Rich. Hi. We're back again. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back Woo. at the CJLO studios <laughs> for our fifth episode on a roll. If you haven't checked out our other episodes, make sure to reach us up on iTunes and Google Play Music. It's the Watts Podcast with a double T. You can also find them on our Facebook, Instagram accounts, and our Podbeam website. All right, so we got some news today. Joe, you want to start us up? Yeah, of course. Uh, so have you guys, as you guys noticed uh, through our social media platforms, we recently collaborated with the CTSQ to promote this year's Annual Athletic Therapy Conference. Woo! <laughs> so um, this conference is basically an event where CTSQ is promoting to invite uh, either students or, or graduates to come learn about different lectures or, or even network, which is the biggest thing for this, especially if you're in this area and you're looking for a job. Um, it's... it's uh, there's, there's lectures there. You can find out about the, the lectures on the CTSU website. And it's taking place on the 27th and 28th. The 27th is going to be the, the cocktail. And the 28th is going to be the lecture and the banquet. That's and April. Lecture. Yeah. Mark that in your April. calendars, April. guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We're all going to be there. So Yeah, that's really it. Awesome. First time, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the conference is mainly attended by ATs who are doing, who are, uh, doing a continuing education credits. Uh, but again, it's open to everyone, students. Uh, it's a really great opportunity to come. Um, you could buy tickets for one or more of the uh, of the three events uh, that are happening. Uh, you, you do that by registering and purchasing your tickets on the conference website, which is uh, events.ctsq.qc.ca. So make sure you guys scroll down all the way down uh, to the bottom of the page. Um, prices are different for professionals and students. Uh, student prices are way cheaper. Uh, student price just for the cocktail, which is on the Friday, I believe, uh, the 27th, it's 10 bucks. Uh, price for the four. There's four lectures. Uh, I think there's five lectures actually. So just the lectures, it's forty bucks, and the banquet is fifty-five bucks, which also includes your dinner. Uh, and the price for all three is basically ninety-three bucks. Uh, lectures are going to be held downtown at the BINQ complex, which is uh, in the old Montreal. Again, for more info, check out the conference website, and all the links are going to be posted down below. All right, so hopefully we haven't bored you out with this little commercial. Um, so we've got a pretty cool guest in the house today. Yes. Tyler, do you want to do the introduction? Absolutely, Tom, absolutely. Tom. So, uh, guys, uh, for our episode today, we have another graduate from Exercise Science. So in uh, 2006, I believe, and he also taught as an instructor here as well. So he's a certified strength, coach, uh, certified strength conditioning specialist. He is a gym owner, uh, a trainer, and he's also co-owner of a fitness app. And he also has his own podcast, just like us guys. Wow. So we're gonna <laughs> vet. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna pick into his brain a little bit, see what there. tips he's got for us, struggles, uh, everything, everything. So we're gonna go into that today with him. Uh, so I would like to introduce you guys to him. So guys, we have with us here today uh, Johnny Lickeray. Hey, thanks, so, guys. Thanks, thanks for, for being with us. So yeah, so Johnny, for it's uh, kind of where we want to kind of go with this is, I guess, having graduated from. Uh, the exercise science program. Whoa, 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 whoa. we have yeah. one question first. Yeah, yeah before yeah. that. Already so a question? why is it that we're all wearing red shirts? Why is it that Tony told us to wear, <laughs> Tony told us to wear red shirts? I, red shirts. My red shirts in my bag, and that's no joke, actually. <laughs> uh, why are you guys wearing red? Red's been my... Uh, I don't know, my calling card, I guess. <laughs> I noticed that before. I'm like, there's... It's <laughs> <laughs> really odd. We, uh, on we had to listen to somebody, and uh, we didn't ask questions. We just did it. You just do it. And we figured that now it's the time to... 
See if we're in trouble or <laughs> if we're hated now. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, the, red, the, the red became my, uh, my calling card, I guess, a long time ago when I was teaching. <clears throat> and it was just something where I realized that if you're always in a quote-unquote uniform, as stupid as it sounds, even if it's just colors, you know, the same color scheme, people automatically associate you to that. And there's, there's kind of this authoritative figure where they, they just, they're like, okay, well... He seems to know what he's talking about just because <laughs> he's he wearing can, a he can wear the same. <laughs> he, he wears the same thing all the time, you know? Yeah. It's like Tony and his Under Armour, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And most of my t-shirts actually used to be Under Armour. We changed them at the gym recently, but when I was here, it would be like the, I would wear the red Under Armour polo and people just like, all right, that's the bald guy with the red <laughs> t-shirt. And <laughs> the, the strength the, coach look. <laughs> yeah. And as, as crazy as it sounds, and I was just talking to uh, people are listening everybody here knows panetic but I, I saw him on the way in and i was saying you guys need a marketing class and it really i think it helps because people just you know if i'm like well how do you describe this person they're like okay well you know you know maybe tyler got the, the hair the long hair the beard, the and you're like okay and, but it's yeah. a lot easier it's like oh yeah it's always the guy who's wearing the same shirt and uh i picked also that up from well now i just kind of got confirmed but on shark tank that guy, Chris something there, he's got the beard too. You yeah, know yeah. About. He always wears that, those crazy cowboy shirts. And he's like, yeah. I got known as where, as <laughs> the guy who wears thing, those yeah. shirts. And he's like, I always wear them. So, yeah. Yeah, that's you, why you develop, people get to know you more. And as if you were to change that look completely, now it's like, hey, who's this guy? So Yeah, it's it just, uh, <laughs> they, they it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, and I guess cool. it became part of my branding. So Cool. Yeah. So for our listeners, basically, Pointer is uh, find your little thing to become uh, your brand. <laughs> so what's our thing? Black t-shirts, black shirts? Uh, right Walker? now it's just Tyler and his man bun and beard. <laughs> yeah, he's carrying us. He's literally carrying us. <laughs> I even it. described myself to Johnny so that he would be able to find me. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that was hilarious. The guy with so. man bun and beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, uh, so you did mention that you were uh, a teacher and uh, at this at this uh, at Concordia. So we just kind of wanted to know that after you graduated, graduated, kind of what were you doing or what was the first thing that you went off and did like fresh out of fresh out, fresh of, out of, the, of fresh out of it <laughs> so i'll backtrack before i i actually graduated if that's okay. cool you yeah can, you yeah, can yeah. edit this out right because you no, told no, me like, like if i ramble i'm just gonna edit yeah. it so uh <laughs> we're, we're students too so tell us where to start you know <laughs> i i was in engineering before i, I ever Ooh. did exercise science okay. for two years uh in electrical engineering and one day i basically got up and looked at my one of the only English speaking dudes in the program <laughs> you know uh, sorry but it's true and, and I was like yo man I gotta go and he's yeah. like where are you going and I'm like I just gotta go and I <laughs> left I, I picked up my shit and I left yeah, just... I just walked right out and I walked straight into the exercise science department because it's what I always wanted to do uh, and I realized I couldn't be doing another two years of engineering and wherever that job might take me so I asked for a transfer um it was that was a whatever my fourth semester so it was january i got the transfer for september so i finished technically in two and a half years the program used to be three years and in uh right because you had all your your electives and credits and stuff yeah. already started so. so instead of taking the full time I, I finished it a bit in advance and what's funny is that i was talking with panetic and the guy who used to teach strength and conditioning had left and it, it didn't it wasn't a mandatory class at the time it was an elective oh, oh yeah yeah, and uh, I'd ask him, like, yo, who's taking over that class? Just out of curiosity. And he's like, you know, we're looking for people. Like, it's December, man. Like, that class starts in four weeks. Who the hell's going to do that class? <laughs> and they're like, well, he goes, why don't you do the, the interview? 
I'm graduating in two weeks. How the hell am I going to take next year? It would be like, like imagine you, you guys were like in school together for whatever, three and a half years. And yeah. then in the last semester, one of you is teaching the class and the other three are just looking, you're going, really? You got no credibility. And so he goes, uh, okay, well, we're going to get you in. And I did the interview and he goes, okay, we're going to make you the assistant and we're going to give you the job next year. So I'm like, okay, you know, you're, you're probably just BSing, but whatever, I'll take your word for it. So as soon as I graduated, I became the assistant for strength and conditioning and they didn't have one before. So I did that and I was working at a gym, uh, training people. And, uh, after uh, the assistant job, the next year came around and they were making it a mandatory class, which became a second year class. I don't know if it's still a second year class, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. It is, yeah. And they basically said like, listen, we, we want to give you the, the, the job. <laughs> I'm like, really? Hey. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yeah, based on certifications, I had some other certifications too and I had just done my CSCS and they're like, yeah, we want you to teach. I was like, okay, cool. I'll, sounds sounds great. So I taught. Uh, I was training people at a local gym. Uh, I started doing some, uh, some group classes in elementary school for kids after school because mm-hmm. uh, I really think it's important for, for kids to be active. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started doing that and then uh, after three years... I basically said I'm done with the teaching thing. It was it was too redundant, and I left to pursue the personal training business. It was more profitable. It was, uh, I, you know, you make your own schedule. It wasn't as much travel, you know, yeah. for me. And yeah. uh, then eventually, I got to live my boyhood dream and open up the gym that I was working at. So I I, I left this big chain gym, <coughs> Energy Cardio. Um, <laughs> I was, I was like, I was guys, don't, if you're listening, don't work there. (laughs) Don't work there. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. If you, if, if, uh, yeah. Uh, So I left there and went uh, to another gym, rented an office. And then that gym basically went up for sale. And, uh, after the third offer I made, and if you're listening and you're going, oh, each offer must have been more, you know, like mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I didn't get it. So I'll put more money. It was the opposite. Each offer was less <laughs> and I got it on the third offer. So you're uh, the old owner, basically she, she, uh, lost half of the original offer because she didn't take it. She's like, no, I want more. And I'm like, I'm not giving you more. Uh, so <clears throat> basically be patient and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's yeah, when they that's start it. to realize that, oh no, I'm kind of stuck and hopefully that guy calls him back again or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was basically, uh, you know, that, that was, I, you threw out a lifesaver, if you will, you know, and she took it and I got to save a shit ton of money. So <laughs> it was great. And then that's six years I'm doing that. Cool. That's really, uh, how long after was it uh, that you opened up that gym after you graduated? Uh, after I graduated, so I technically... Uh, Tyler checked it out. I finished in 06, but I, I got my degree <laughs> We're stalkers in here. 07. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I got my degree in 07 uh, because the ceremony was in 07. I opened my gym in uh, January 2012, so five years, five years later. But I was teaching in the meantime. So from 07 yeah. to end of 2010, I was teaching. And then 2011, I, I quit that. So That's really cool. You, you mentioned that like you had some like certifications before so like even before graduating you had already had some certifications oh, yeah. yeah i'd done some personal training certifications uh my buddy of mine was doing a naturopath uh oh, yeah. not degree but a certification i guess so i kind of dove into that and they looked at what i had done here uh, or what i was doing actually at the time and they're like okay we'll do this 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 to kind of finish it off and we'll certify you for that um so yeah i did a couple of those if you ask me now 
and I know I know that if the department is listening, they're gonna like want to kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think that a lot of these certifications are overrated. I think that what what people hope to achieve or hope to project once they have this paper, you know, same thing with the degree. You know, like oh, in the ten years, eleven years since I graduated, I have yet to show my degree to anybody, unless you're obviously going to pursue you know, a master's or PhD, mm-hmm. uh, I have yet to show my degree to anybody, you know, so, or any of the certifications. Is it necessary? Right. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, but it, from what you, whatever you learn from it is very, very valuable. Definitely. So, so it's yeah. more like a tick in the box. And Sorry? It's like kind of like a tick in the box so that you can Check access mark. to yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, and depending what jobs you're going for too, right? Like right. if you're going to go for, you want to apply to as a strength coach or some university and they want to see what you have... Yeah, they're going to want to see, you know, what certifications you got. And I'm sure they're going to want to see your grades or whatever. But uh depends really what you want to do. And and I think, well, you guys are lucky. You guys have social media so much more present than what we have. <laughs> no, yeah. And you're able to see what people are doing for jobs. So I think that the doors are are just more open and available to you than what they were for us. You know, we had to really ask a lot of people like, well, you know, is can I make money doing this? And is it going to be sustainable? Now, you know, like... And you reached out to me on Instagram, you know, like, hey, you want to do this podcast? <laughs> sure. Cool. You know, like, before you would have to stock a lot more to get somebody's number. Okay. So, yeah. Send a letter. <laughs> Spending a lot of gas money trying to find you. <laughs> exactly. So uh, do it. I mean, whatever it is, I, I was just talking to one of my employees and I'm like, listen, explore a bunch of stuff. Like if you guys are young, explore everything and, and don't, I know it's going to go seem counterintuitive but don't become a specialist at the beginning <clears throat> find out what you really like yeah so if it's like you know i just want to be a weightlifting coach and that's it fine but go at once you've decided and you see a bit of everything you're like okay i, I want this is the route i want to take do it and don't be afraid because a lot of people are worried that oh, what, how much money can i make doing that i don't know if that's that's a well, yeah, yeah it's a question everywhere especially question. in our, yeah, yeah. our department like what am i going to do with this yeah. so find out what you really like but then own it because i've seen people that, you know, I graduated people that were doing rehab with, you know, cardiac patients. And like, that's all they wanted to do. And they're like, oh, you know, we got out of the, the program and like, oh, I'm getting paid, you know, whatever, 50 bucks an hour. And, and I'm like, that's great. But I, I can't do that all day. I, I, it's just, it's not in me. It's too draining or, or to work with, you know, people with special, mm-hmm. you know, special cases, whether it be, you know, conditions or diseases or whatever. And, and they do need help. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. But if that's what you're passionate about, then go, go after yeah. that. I can't do that. Yeah, I, you know, I would blow my brains out at the end of the day just because it, I find it, it demands so much energy from me. But what I do does it, it seems like time just flies by. So it's just it's it's play. It's not even work. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So find what that is and go after that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen some of your videos, some of the bloopers you did, <laughs> <laughs> and your gym is just like literally like just like really laid back and stuff like that. Yeah. We, <laughs> my, my approach to life has changed since I graduated and it's become a lot lighter mm-hmm. than when I, when I was in school, you know, there was this pressure of to succeed and, you know, you have to, you have to, whatever, get a house and whatever, you know, do things on your own and maybe open a business and make X amount of money. And then after you realize it, and I know it's gonna sound crazy because you guys are in the middle of it and you're like, no, 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 that's not gonna be me. You know, there's no pressure and, and or there is, but it, it's good. At one point, it's just like. You got to laugh about shit because there's so many bad things that can happen yeah. that you just have to have fun with it. And when you realize, and again, I was talking to Panic just before this podcast, <laughs> like you guys need a psych 
program in here too. He's like, we're trying to get a sports psych in here because people have so many mental issues that prevent them from actually training because they're like, oh, no, I can't or I don't feel like it. Or if you tackle the source of the problem, everything else falls into place. Like they're going to work out more. They're going to feel better. There's going to be less demand on the, the medical system. You know, they're going to be happier. They're going to like, don't you want a bunch of people walking around actually smiling than looking like, Oh, why yeah, they want to die? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's my approach. So we try to have nice. fun at the gym. We we don't want to make it an extra task on your to do list. We try to make it that you actually want to do to it. come here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's our approach at the gym. Like, it, you know, does it have to be that you follow the best? You know, offense the best strength and conditioning program ever? Because I know some people that graduated from here and they they put so much pride into what they do. And my program is the best. Well, your program's not the best because it's not getting people into training it might technically be great but you're not motivating them you're not inspiring them you know it, it doesn't it's it's heavy for them it's just an added weight and mm-hmm. i feel we got to take the weight off people so going back a bit to the certifications i know like for us a lot of people want to know about the other certifications that there is outside of ones like after once you graduate so you have cscs which is uh, from the nsca do you have any other ones no i didn't do the um well the nsca at last i checked anyways only has their cpt right okay um i didn't do that one i had done uh, back in the day uh canfit pro okay uh then i got certified with uh, a naturopath association I did a bunch of, uh, are we allowed to talk about CrossFit and exercise science? I did a bunch of CrossFit. <laughs> 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 uh, just because the NSCA was so against it, right? That if you guys follow that and their chair just resigned in December because of false studies, but whatever. Um, I did a bunch of the CrossFit ones. And at the beginning, when I went into it, I did the level one. I did gymnastics one. I did a mobility one. Uh, I did powerlifting, and I did um, strongman. Nice. Uh, so in terms of like technique in, in the weight room, if you will, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I don't think that there's much that I can't teach. Like from those certifications? Yeah. Okay. And CrossFit, really, they, they what they did as much as they were being badmouthed, not so much now because now it's got it's pretty popular, it's pretty, but yeah, you guys, popular, maybe yeah. in the rehab section, they're still badmouthing them. But what they did is... Uh, they took the best of the best in every field and they kind of said, listen, we're going to get the best, you know, powerlifting coach out there or one of the best and Louis Simmons at Westside Barbell. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out what he does to get people to squat a thousand pounds. Now I'm not saying that everybody needs to squat a thousand pounds, but if you want to get stronger, follow that. Uh, if, you know, if you want, you know, to be super flexible and mobile or whatever, like let's, get out of the let's I have to hold this stretch for two minutes like you're taught in you know one of the 252 classes or something like screw that we're gonna get you to do this better and faster Mm -hmm. and they just grabbed a bunch of those people and it was really insightful because I was I had this kind of reservation like well what can they teach me I graduated from Concordia in exercise science like I did this you don't there's nothing you can teach me that I don't already know Mm -hmm. which was really pig-headed on on my part (laughs) (laughs) and and I, I got to kind of realize that there's a whole bunch of crap stuff (laughs) things that i didn't know and uh and it just it helps it helps you to realize okay like find out what you really like and go after that and whatever it is do that wherever wherever you're getting the material and a guy like louis simmons who i got to actually go down to columbus which they don't offer anymore and the west side barbell 
uh, is this is a strength gym and you can only be invited there. Like we can't like if we were like it's not open. We can't just go like go I'm gonna get. sign up for a month or yeah. a year. They're, they don't take you. They're just no no. You have to pass certain criteria and you have to be uh, you know this strong or whatever. But the mm. the seminar was there and I sat next to this guy and this guy is blurting out facts and and stats from like 1976. Crazy memory. He's read books and he can recite you what's on those pages. Does he have a degree? Absolutely not. Do people all over the world go to see this guy to get stronger and be their best? Yeah. And the writing is on the wall. Like he's got so many testimonials of people that are like, listen, I went from, you know, squatting 700 to squatting 900 with Louis. Squatting 700 already is a crazy feat, which I can't even imagine what that feels like. <laughs> but but these people are like, they're, they're, they're going leaps and bounds and, and these guys don't have a degree. So whatever it is you like, especially in this day and age where everything is accessible on your phone, go go after it and go after it at 100% and learn how to market yourself, I think is the best advice I can give you, whatever that whatever. area whatever that area is. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we're trying to help pe basically people kind of try to compare different certifications. So basically for those who don't know, the NSCA certification is basically you read a book and then you take an exam. Yeah. Um, there's no really, like there's no classes or really workshops or anything. Yeah. So with the CrossFit certifications, that's where you actually have those classes, mm -hmm. workshops. It's hands-on. Kind of it's more hands-on, yeah. Um, you know, like their level one is a weekend. You know, a bunch of these things are weekend seminars. You know, CanFit Pro is, is like a few weeks. Uh, uh, YMCA, a couple of weekends, two or whatever, eight, eight one-hour sessions, whatever the hell it is. It, that's why I'm saying like, don't be hung up necessarily on, uh, I, I wouldn't do it from the book. Because what people can teach you in person is, is that much more valuable. Yeah, yeah it's that much. It is. It's how can I put it? It's priceless. It yeah. really is because people can give you their insight as to or different cues which you won't get in the book. No, definitely. You, you won't have that, and and yeah. you won't see something going wrong live. Yeah. You know, if you're really interested in training people, at whatever level that is. You know, if you're training the 80 year old to just kind of be a little bit more active, or you're you're training the young athlete, or or you know, Mr. Joe every day. You know, like. Whatever it is, <laughs> whoever that is, like go and see what people are doing, so you can see what when things go wrong and how to fix them. So find find people that my best advice actually is you guys have an added uh, opportunity where you can go on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, find people and just reach out and say, hey, listen, can I can I come and like just watch you work? You know, you might some people might tell you no. But no, it's not like somebody slapping you in the face. No, it's yeah. just, it's a no. So find somebody else that's doing it and just say, listen, can I, can I come to your place like once a week for a couple hours and just, I just want to watch you work and take notes. I'm interested in, you know, eventually doing what you're doing. I'd like to mm -hmm. learn from you. I guarantee you like people like, like the OGs like me will just eat that <laughs> shit up. Just be like, yeah. hey man, if you're going to follow me, as long as you don't like, you know, make Trash me fall. Place, and, and yeah. yeah, just <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah. But if yeah. you want to learn, by all means, just come in and, and we'll help do whatever we can and do that because you're going to learn so much more from that than you ever will from any book. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, I think that advice really applies uh, in this program, for example, to those that, that really want to go get into like strength and conditioning because the support isn't really there right now for, coming, uh, for strength and conditioning. Yeah. It's, it's more for if you're an AT or a CEP, I guess you got all the internships set up. Whereas where when if you're trying to get into strength and conditioning, you got to go and reach out and try to like do those free observation hours and just like get your internships on your own and just contact people like that. So yeah. really good advice. Yeah. Because um, 
<clears throat> like what you said, no, because I did see like people like talk about some of the things that you said to follow like the best and stuff. And I don't remember who I, I saw, but at the end of the day, like what you get at the end of your like graduate thing is just a paper. Like honestly, like, like, like just you letters said, after your name. Yeah, right? it's just letters after your <laughs> name. And like you're, you are dealing with people, you are dealing with different things. And like you mentioned, the psych point is really important because like not everyone's going to come to you happy and stuff. And yes, they're going to do your things, but like you have to treat the whole person as a whole. And like the only way to learn from that is like, like you said, shadow people and like listen to people and figure out how to interact better than just trying to throw like yeah shit yeah at them. yeah like th- like Joe's saying like through our department or, or our department our field is like yes there's a lot of techniques and things that you could learn but if you're gonna show something to someone and they're not gonna take it and use it or like a home exercise if they're not gonna do that because they don't trust in what you're saying or they're they don't have that like the, that psychology that connection with you then it's not gonna yeah, work like right. in athletic therapy like we see that every day basically yeah. if you're trying to show an exercise to somebody and if you like it doesn't matter what you say if they don't understand what you mean they're not they're not gonna under, there's no point out in yeah what you, you could be, be the worse. smartest person <laughs> might even be worse yeah no you, you might be the you. smartest person <laughs> in the world you might be able to explain it to somebody kind of your caliber who has the same uh, level of uh, of education as you but if you can't kind of simplify it for the regular person to understand there's no point yeah it's more than book smart I think yeah. that's what a lot of people, <clears throat> I think that's what's neglected a lot. Well, from when I did the program anyways, when there's, they don't really teach you about interacting with others, I agree. you yeah. know, and, and not to sound old, but like, you know, the whole thing people now, like most people are on their phones, you're not interacting. Uh-huh. All that garbage is true, but you have to, and it is, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, because <laughs> when you get to meet somebody face to face, if you can't develop some type of rapport oh, with yeah. them and, and, and connect with them, I had teachers that like you said, and some of the smartest people in their field and they just can't inspire you to learn oh, or they yeah. can't, you know, teach you anything. And you're like, man, you know so much. This is like an untapped resource. And if you they can't transmit that to you, I think that's, I think they failed. I think that's somebody that you might have succeeded because you got like a PhD or three PhDs or whatever, but you've, you failed because you're not, you're not helping out somebody else. Oh yeah. And that's why I got into this field where, it was, listen, I'm here to hopefully make somebody's life better, you know, and and if it's just to get them to smile and, you know, learn something or, or inspire them to do a little bit of exercise, hey, man, so be it. And when you've been in this game for a while, you'll see that this transmits in like translates into every aspect of their life. People will change jobs and and, you know, do leaps and bounds of stuff that they never thought possible. And you got to just be able to connect with them. Yeah, that's really what it is. What what is what is your clientele like that comes into? Well, your gym is we we can, we didn't even know how to pronounce it at first. It's it's oh let's let's have hold on wait a minute. Let's, <laughs> why don't we do a roundtable? Why don't you guys each pronounce it and we'll see who's closest? I think it, well, it's Sidelfort. I think it's Sidelfort. Definitely Sidelfort. I'm gonna go with Sidelfort. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the last the last one was the right one. That's how we started pronouncing it. Uh, it was if you guys have done your research, it was a mashup of Sitius uh, Altius Fortius, which is the Olympic model yes, for faster, higher, yeah. stronger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's how cool. we mashed that up. Uh, <laughs> one of those random classes here of like introduction <laughs> to you know, exercise or something. And uh, I remember hearing that. I'm like, what's that? What's that motto again? And I'm like, okay, let's just mash it all up together. Uh, but yeah, sorry, you were, you were asking well, no, me. No, so yeah, so it was just for that gym kind of wanting what's to know. What's the gym the, all about, basically? Yeah, the concept. Yeah. The, uh, well, the clientele, you asked me about the clientele. Yeah. 
um, we're not the energy cardio crowd, not to put them, that not bad-mouthing them, or the econo fitness crowd, I guess. Um, econo fitness has been changed, but energy cardio back when it was more popular before they trans transferred all of their stuff to econo fitness, it was more like the, you know, the everyday person, you know, that 35 to 55 year old crowd, that, that was the majority of their clientele. We don't have that. Uh, we have the younger groups, uh, younger people who, who want to squat, who want to deadlift, who, who want to Olympic weightlift. Uh, you know, we have strongman equipment there, uh, kegs, uh, full of sand, not beer. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we saw yeah, you, the, I, the I realize I'm a university yeah. student, so yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got, we got the, you know, Atlas stones, There's a lot of strongman stuff. So people who want to train differently and more quote unquote athletically, which is now becoming more and more popular. Uh, back in my day, this was unheard of. You know, when I was graduating, nobody was like, if you said, Hey, I'm going to lift an Atlas stone. They're like, you're crazy. That's <laughs> stupid. You know, like here's a, here's a dumbbell. Like, uh, <laughs> are, are there no teams play. that like, we've had the hockey teams come in, soccer teams come in. Uh, we have a combine coming in now in the next couple of weeks, oh. um, where, uh, there are soccer players that are basically auditioning or trying out or whatever to hope to be picked by a NCAA division one. Oh, so there's actually scouts that come to your gym? Well, no, but those these athletes that are coming to do that yeah. tryout are going to be training at our place, um, off-field, obviously, not the, the, the on-field stuff they do on their own. But um, we've had a bunch of different teams from St. Leonard to Anjou to Montreal North, Laval, um, not Repensigny, uh they called it something else, like the Mascouche Terban. So... Sometimes we get people that, that keep coming back and teams that keep coming back. And then there's also the budget issue, you know, where teams just don't sometimes have the funds or they transfer coach and the coach is like, well, I don't think this is important, you know, like right. off, mm -hmm. off ice or off field stuff isn't important. So they don't continue. But we got a bunch of uh, young people, meaning like the, the 10 to 15s. But for the most part, our clientele is that 20 to, to 30 year old that, that enjoys doing a bunch of fun stuff lifting like, shit. lifting <laughs> lifting, <laughs> shit, lifting and heavy and yeah, yeah and <laughs> sprinting we got 40 yards of uh of nice. the turf oh, yeah nice. yeah so no, the concept looks really cool so though. so is it a crossfit gym uh there's a crossfit section actually um <laughs> it's, it's funny because like when on when i was searching it, it like sometimes it has the crossfit and sometimes it doesn't so we had in, right yeah we had two we have two instagram accounts one is the gym account and the other one is a crossfit account um in the same building we have a crossfit section 2000 square feet for crossfit and then the other 10,000 square feet is is gym but the reason we decided to mash up both is because i just thought both were cool like mm -hmm. i enjoy the crossfit philosophy for the most part there's some stuff i wouldn't necessarily do like the high high intensity snatches in a workout yeah. right. that's not my yeah. thing yeah. Um, or like the tons of ring muscle ups but whatever aside from those two I, I enjoy their concept but at the same time I'm also the guy who you know a bit more classic strength and conditioning yeah a bit of the classic lifts I enjoy that too you know like Strong nothing wrong with stuff. a couple of bicep curls and <laughs> like, not, so I, like I said listen it's my place I'll do whatever the hell I want and yeah. I mashed up yeah. both yeah. you know and if you're going to do it and try to please people you can't please everybody. Not so you just make it your own and, and people will kind of uh, adopt to that. So, so if people want to come, they sign up and then they get the whole the whole gym kind of? Uh, pretty them? much. There's We have two types of membership where you either have access just to the gym area um, and the CrossFit area if there's no class. 
um, or you do the CrossFit, which gives you access to all the classes that we give. And you can obviously train in the gym at any time. Okay. So there's there's two types of membership. Where is the gym? Uh, we're in St. Leonard uh, on Jerry between uh, Langelier Boulevard and Galerie Nanjou Boulevard. So, right. so, so from here, from Concordia, it's, it's like a it's good 30-minute drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good 30 so guys, drive. if you want to go go check it out, you can, I'm sure Johnny is going to be more than pleased to, to see you show up there. Yeah, just, uh, just say hi. Concordia check. Exercise Science. What's up? I heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just contact him on Instagram. You'll and, and then you'll find you'll find the gym. It's 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 all there. Yeah. Oh, really cool. I, I just want to go back because you mentioned it a couple times the marketing. Mm. Um, you said you know like Concordia like the department doesn't offer any class and and you keep on stressing the importance of it. Yeah. Um, how did you kind of get into it and learn learn about it? Because you know since school didn't really teach you. Was it personal training that? Um, yeah. Yes and no. The the personal training. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna toot my own horn so to speak but I, I know i'm really good at it and i just keep getting referrals and that's that it's also actually your most powerful source of marketing is the word referrals and mm-hmm. if you read everyone's gonna tell you like word of mouth is the best because if yeah. if he tells you man you got to go eat at this restaurant you're more likely to go than if you just kind of saw a picture somewhere you might mm-hmm. be like oh looks okay but right. but if your friend tells you man you got to try this out you'll go so the personal training was always good but then when i decided to expand into a gym you need that you need to attack that many more people um and at the time facebook was starting to really like pick up and there were pages involved and so you, you realize you have to give people something and you need to let them know that you're around mm-hmm. because the the classic you know we're going to put ads on the radio or in a newspaper or like, i don't know the last time you guys read a newspaper <laughs> exactly what's that? <laughs> what's that yeah exactly <laughs> right and I, and I haven't either so all I'll... I do is check my Instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got the news on there and, and, and that's it I don't I don't I don't check the news uh, I'm like what am I gonna do how am I gonna get people to know we have a gym here so you have to to branch out and you have to realize what you're about there, there's a whole inner development that you need to have yeah because if you're trying to do something to, like I said, please somebody else, it's going to come off fake. And you yeah. that's the one thing that you guys pick up a lot more than what we did is you pick up on the fake stuff right away. You know, you can pick up right away. Like you can scroll through your Instagram and right away go like, this guy's trying to sell me something. Without no sound on his video, just be like, he's trying to, he's trying to pitch me something. Even if it doesn't say, sp- obviously it says sponsored ad, obviously. But yeah. if it's just like a random feed, you'd be like, he's... He's like not there and this person just wants to give something and you guys have, we all do, we have a lot to give people because the knowledge that you've acquired, you think people know, but they don't. Like they're That's actually just, true. Yeah. And, and the more that you can educate them and inspire them and, and say, hey, listen, you know, like you, there's something more there. You're capable of that much more. Most of the time, and again, we, we weren't taught that in university, but a lot of people don't have this upbringing where they're told you are capable of pretty much anything you put your mind to. True. You're always limited. Like, no, you can't, you know, you can't yeah, do you that. Shut you know, down everybody, you're not, yeah. you're really going to get a job in exercise yeah. science. Like yeah. how much money are you going to make? Is yeah. that stable? Yeah. You know, like you hear all these things and you're like, man, I don't know if I should, I should do that. And if you can inspire somebody to be better or a better version of themselves that they never even thought possible. And you put that into your marketing uh, just a constant reminders and it's not just quotes you know like the quotes are cool I love that stuff but yeah. they're overused you have to show them yeah. show them what yeah. they're capable of and and show them examples of people that have overcome obstacles and that, and that 
that's become my marketing. And other people will just go and say, listen, if you want to be a yoga instructor, hey, keep showing people doing yoga, man. And, yeah. and people will just go like, hey, that's that's the yoga guy. Like, you know, Joe does the yoga with the old people. Cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, because then if anybody's looking for, you know, old people yoga, they're, they're going to refer it, it to him. Yeah. 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 So. It's really sick. Yeah. And I guess it really comes back to like finding what you want because then that attracts the crowd that you want and you'll be more happy, like just in general, just because you're not trying to, like you said, please the wrong crowd and whatever. Yeah. And, and at the beginning, this is me like a long time ago. I used to think I just got to get people. You know, I, I just got to, you want to accumulate, somebody's hungry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the mic caught that. <laughs> Definitely. You call it out and it's okay. But if if you look for hours and like, I just need hours, you know, I just need clients. And then you find clients, but they're just, they're downers, you know, they're always depressed and, and you try to help them out or they're always angry or, you know, man, that's not how I want to spend my hour. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to yeah, try yeah. And, and always fight you just to get you to do an exercise and you say, well, I can't lose that client because he's paying me, you yeah. know, like he's paying yeah. me 50 bucks an hour, 60 bucks an hour or whatever. And he's seeing me twice a week. It's a lot of money. I can use the money. You start thinking like that and you start real, you start thinking, man, there's just, there's a shortage of people that I can work with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you realize, okay, well, we're not in, you know, some small town of 50 people or you're on the island <laughs> of Montreal. And even if you're not, there's an abundance of people, especially with the internet, you can access anybody and you'll work with people that actually want to work with you. So the more authentic you are, the more you're going to kind of attract those type of clients to you. And you can, you'll, you'll pick it up right away and be like, oh man, okay, this person just aligns with you and you connect Yeah. and yeah. you'll get results that much faster. And I think people, I, I was victim of that. I'm like, no, I just, that's oh, fine. I'll do this hour because the person's paying, but I really want to throw them to the wall because I can't stand them. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have that anymore. So. That's why I'm so jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> been throwing people through the wall these last years. How do you get those huge biceps? <laughs> so much anger at those clients. <laughs> so nowadays, uh, I wanted to ask you, what's your role in the gym right now? We're, I'm still, uh, well, my official title is president. It sounds cool, but there's not. <laughs> uh, when you incorporate, you have to have a president and it's me. Um, I still do a lot of training, actually. Um, I've, I took a step back a few years ago and said I'm going to focus more on trying to, to grow the gym and, and do the marketing aspect at another level, which was saying, okay, I'm going to try to come up with strategies uh and, and it got me to learn but it's just not where i feel my best now looking at it now it's not something that i particularly enjoy right it's cool to have the gym as a vessel and a means to create and that's where i realize where i'm best at now before trying to say okay well i'm gonna look at the numbers and like what are our demographics and the percentage of male to female and and what's the age group so we can hyper target to that age group and these are all important factors in business don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but at one point it just becomes overwhelming and if anybody out there is deciding to start their own business i have many books i could suggest there's the e-myth which is great and the e-myth it stands for entrepreneurial myth and how that's the title of the book yeah okay and uh, i don't remember the guy who wrote it but just links down below <laughs> yeah yeah uh he basically says like you can be the artist which is the, like the trainer or you could be the manager or you could be the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur always wants to like grow the business but a lot of these artists thinks that think that you can do all of them They're like i'm gonna open my business you know i'm a great you know i'm a great bread maker fine and then you're like well now i gotta manage the you know the supply and i have to manage the account 
And then you also have to say, well, I got to grow the business, right? So then you become the entrepreneur. And basically, instead of just doing bread making, now you took on two other jobs. Right. And it's just, it's overwhelming. So you have to have people in place and find people that can take that responsibility yeah. away from you and, and do really what you're good at. And there's nothing wrong being any one of those three. Yeah. You know, if you're the entrepreneur and you just want to make money no matter what and you want to grow businesses, cool. But if you really get a kick out of, you know, doing yoga with old people, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Watch me actually be a yoga instructor. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny. <laughs> but whatever, whatever it is, like go go do that, and you'll you'll be okay. Like don't don't have the have the pressure of saying I have to, you know, take make, everything. Yeah, ten million dollars a year because it's too much and it's overwhelming, and then you kind of backlash and you just want to throw everything up in the air and say, you know, screw this shit, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. But you learn that with with time i guess so do you have a marketing team right now or uh no we did okay. um you fired them uh <laughs> them kind of <laughs> a mix of uh, one person we had to let go and the other person uh, we, we tried it a couple times yeah. and then we realized i realized that the money i'm investing in them is not coming back like it should so i have some people that are you know for emails they take care of the email side then we have actually a text message system where i have now my employees that do it because you know, the ones that are behind the counter aren't, you're not always busy doing something. So I like, now you are, you have some stuff you guys can do and it's pretty easy to work with. Um, but other than that, like in terms of uh, what we create this content, that's pretty much falls on my shoulders okay. for the most part, like 90% of it does. And it, I also realized that's where we got the best feedback because I had other people create content and uh, there's some videos on YouTube, some earlier ones that we did some of we started creating then I had one guy say okay like you give me the ideas and I had lines and like in the videos it was, it was some of them were lines and you had, I had to memorize <laughs> you, the lines and the bloopers were yeah the yeah, bloopers were the so bad and I'm like, <laughs> I go man I can't remember lines like just let me you know do it <laughs> shoot from the hip and just go and just like I'm gonna ad lib it and uh, that's where I realized I was best yeah and that's where I also realized if I over plan this is me if I plan too much you have this fear of not completing everything in the plan. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, no, that's no good because I didn't. The plan I create that you create is you're thinking it's going to work to please somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to do this in this video because people will like it. But if you, that adds pressure and then it comes off, you see it right away. And then we kind of learned, just be you. Just be yourself. Be, yeah, I know it sounds so cliche and very Disney-like, but just be you <laughs> and people will love fall in love with who you are and, and they're the ones that are going to give you the money to work with you. So. You mentioned books also before. I was wondering, let's say if you were to give top three books to read. You named the one already, so <laughs> no, that's not, got two. Wait, no, God, wait. That's not even on the list. <laughs> yeah, what context, though? Ooh. Anything that an exercise science student would be interested in or Ooh. might be relevant. To yeah. younger Johnny. To to younger oh man, younger Johnny, he's he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no books for younger Johnny. He could read, but he uh He needed a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you know, it really yeah. depends what you're looking for. Um the books that impacted my life. How about we'll go with that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's and then uh, if you want I can kind of tell you like what books were maybe exercise yeah. related, I guess. Yeah. Um Impacted my life the most, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Um, fantastic book. I've read it five times, if not I'm seven. Like I love that book. Great book. Um, Power of Now, which I'm rereading again uh, as we speak, actually. Uh, second book. And 
And third one's really tough, man. There's a lot of good books out there. Uh, probably The Celestine Insights by uh, James Redding, hmm. something like that. And how, and how there's no coincidences in life and how everything, it's not like a... Um, it's not necessarily like a destiny, you know, like you're, you're, mm-hmm. here's your fate and you, yeah, there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah. But there are certain things that are just made for you to kind of like, oh, like, hey, man, that's kind of weird, you know, or like you thought of somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while and all of a sudden, like, you bump into them or they, they text yeah. you and you're just like, right. oh, that's kind of strange. And, and how, you know, kind of how to live your life in a, in a peaceful state. Mm. Um, I've been around, I've been lucky enough to be in this business of talking to people for 15 17 years now, 17 years since I first started in the gym, training people for 16. And you realize that there are a lot of messed up people out there. And it's not, it's not bad. It's just like there are people dealing with so much more than you can ever imagine in terms of either past childhood or relationship or some type of trauma. And th- there's so much stress on them. Yeah. And for everything, and I'm going, man, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be stressed about everything all the time. And I realized that in the upbringing that I had, that's what was being projected on me from my parents. You know, my dad was always stressed coming home and and my mom too, but my dad was always worried about being laid off with Belle and it was like freaking out. I'm like, man, there's nothing you can do, you know? Like, yeah. You don't understand. I'm like, hey, what you, there's nothing you can do. You're home. Like if you walk in tomorrow and they lay you off, they lay you off, you know? Like it's going to happen. And that's what happened to my mom. She worked for a company for 30 years, walked, walked in one day and they're like, sorry, uh, you have no more job. So I said, man, I'm not going to go after this engineering thing. I might as well go do something that I love. Mm-hmm. And at the worst case, and Jim, Jim Carrey had a great speech and he says it, he goes, you can fail at what you don't like. So you might as well fail at doing something you love. Hey. And that's Mic kinda, drop, mic drop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's like three mic drops in there, Joe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's, that's kind of where these books and that, that philosophy in around 2009, 2010, when I, when I started going out more on my own, uh, I got introduced to one of those books uh, by one of my clients, and then uh, and it just spiraled out of control from there. Where your my entire philosophy and and outlook on life changed. So those are the three for that. Uh, the three books, let's say for exercise, exercise science, coaching, anything kind of related to that. Um, you know, I I would go and say, and it's I don't know if it's it's not really a book, but I would go and look at the program by Tony Robbins called uh, Creating Lasting Change. And it's how to, to get people to change what they're doing. And that there, I think, opens your eyes to what, like, the psychology behind people. You know, I can tell you all the great stuff about exercise, but if you're fixed on not doing it, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, how, how can I possibly help you? And it's not, you're not manipulating the person. You're making them realize on their own. Because I can, you can bring a horse Ooh, to water, yeah, but you yeah. can't drink. I, I've heard that, yeah. And you got to make, you got to make the people decide on their own what it is that they, you know, what's best for them. I would go with that. Um, What's the name again? Sorry. Creating Lasting Change. It's it's a program by uh, Tony Robbins, a motivator slash uh, whatever you want to call him. You guys familiar with Tony Robbins? No? Tony Robbins? Yeah, I know. He's He's the bigger guy. He's he's a tall dude with a big... (laughs) He's on all the Business Insider videos. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, actually. Uh, The guy's worth like a a couple, maybe a billion dollars. He's a motivational speaker. He... uh, I've been to a couple of uh, his events... He, he inspires people to, to kind of be a better version of them. And he does the Which same thing. Which is what we're trying to do also to other people, basically. Exactly. And he helps people. And then he just he would grab the best people in the world and kind of present their techniques to people in terms of whatever finances and stuff like that. But in terms of how to change somebody's actions, this is one of the best programs. Uh, in terms of exercise, uh, 
Um, wow, that's a tough one. Uh, depends, I guess, what you're looking for. I love Louis Simmons' stuff. Um, anything from Westside Barbell is great. Um, I like Kelly Starrett, too. If you guys are familiar with Kelly Starrett and the... So Supple Leopard. Yeah, Supple Leopard. Becoming Supple Leopard. Becoming Supple Leopard is really, really good. That was... I don't know now if the program's changed, you know, and, and if you guys are learning some of that stuff. We didn't have access to that when we were here. That was unknown. It was foreign. Yeah, well, it's, I guess it's still it's, not advertised, but people know about it. It's just a popular it. thing yeah. on your own. Yeah. The web. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would do that. Um, yeah, it's kind of tough. Find, <laughs> find what you like and... and find the book that goes with that you know like right. if you like stri- i like louis simmons because i like saying okay we're gonna get stronger mm-hmm. um if you're into something else go after something else i guess i kind of kind of screwed over your your question about the books <laughs> in exercise science but no, it works no, you no, got no, two no, we really got two in yeah. yeah top two edit <laughs> 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 What are some misconceptions then of like losing weight or gaining muscle? Like, I guess that can maybe. Uh, misconceptions is you have to be in the gym often, or that you need to train for at least an hour, or that you need you need to do cardio to lose weight. Um, these are all things that I think are BS. You can do all of those things. You you could have all those results that you want without having to do that. If you're pushing yourself and you're getting stronger and it's easier also to build confidence you know like if i'm like okay man hey let's just have you run for half an hour and let's see how you hold up and you're like okay well here i am on the hamster wheel treadmill or even if you're outside which is great there's nothing against running mm-hmm. but if you're doing continuous stuff it's really hard to see progress you know you're doing 30 minutes continuous work eh, kind of boring right if i said hey man we were deadlifting you know 100 pounds for five reps and now we're deadlifting 130 for five. And you're like, well, it seems, it seems pretty good. A lot of people, 100 pounds is, when you talk to the average person, you're like, yeah, we're going to lift 100 pounds on a deadlift. They're like, oh, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> you know, even, even 50 pounds at the beginning is, oh, that's a lot of weight. Obviously, proper technique is just like disclaimer there. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah, yeah. You have to have proper technique. <laughs> that, if you're doing it just to lift weights, to you're going to get hurt. But yeah. let's, there, there are more numbers and there are more metrics for you to see that are going to build confidence in you the individual so you might go hey listen i didn't you know i didn't lose any weight on the scale okay but you're getting stronger uh we're gonna test let's say i don't know like a 500 meter row average as i say about two minutes so it's not it's not a test that lasts half an hour it's really hard to see progress in a half hour event you know or it's minimal you're like oh great i went from running you know three kilometers to 3.1 Eh, it's it's boring. Um, what else? Misconceptions. <sighs> just move. Just there's not <laughs> not even a misconception. Just move. Like people yeah. are like, but I gotta do. Just I got two kids now. <laughs> move and, and don't stop. <laughs> and don't stop. And then like people are like, well, when do you have time to train? Hey, some of my workouts are twenty minutes. And they're like, oh well, that's not good. I'm like, you work out zero minutes. Twenty minutes is infinitely better. <laughs> if we look at the math behind it, it's in- infinitely better. So. Just move. That's what people need to do. But you also need to t- touch on the, the stress part. If people yeah, are stressed, like yeah. if you have, uh, you know, if you're having a bad relationship, or you know, your your significant other is cheating on you, or you got stress at home, or you're not like, let's make it like super stressful. 
I'm pretty sure nobody has that problem that they're listening to this. But if you don't know if you're going to have a meal today, or if you don't know if you're going to be able to sleep in a sheltered area, that's a huge stress. Do you really think your body's going to want to be in fat eliminating mode? No, you're going to be in survival mode. So anything you eat is going to be stored as fat to keep yeah. you going. Oh. And and if there's a lot, there's high stress, everything just becomes like tight and doesn't want to move because you're like, I got to hold on. You know, like I'm, I'm stressed. I just got to wait and nothing's going to flow. So you got to let people let it flow. Yeah, um, cool. Another point to the kind of like move, move more, move often point is one thing I've noticed is that kind of people are like, oh, yeah, I want to go to the gym to feel better. But in the end, they're not feeling so much better. And I'm like, oh, so what are you doing at the gym? And often they're kind of just doing all their exercises sitting down. And it's like, well, all day you sit at work or study at work. And it's like, okay, I'll go to the gym to kind of move around. And then it's like, instead of doing squats, they do the leg press. It's like, yeah, leg press is chill, but like you're sitting down. Why don't you just squat and not in the Smith machine (laughs) squat with a barbell on your back or something? Yeah. And if you can convince people... Going back to the squat, because I think that's really key. We sit too much, right? Um, I've had people, several, I'm like, listen, we want you to lose weight. And they're they're on, you know, they're on the right track and things are actually going well. So you always got to give them a little something. And I said, okay, here's what you're going to do. You got a typical office job. You start at eight. At 10 o'clock, you're going to set your alarm. You're going to give me 30 squats. What? I'm like, you're going to give me 30 squats. But I can't. I'm at work. I go, do you sit down in a chair? (laughs) I go, sit down and get back up 30 times. And they're like, no, I can't do that. I go, why? Well, and then it's, <laughs> just, yeah, then they're like, it's the fear of looking stupid. Yeah. Like yeah. people are going to go, why fear. are you just sitting down and getting up 30 <laughs> times, right? And I said, but at the first time, people might think you're stupid. I said, but after that, you're going to see some people go like, I mean, that, maybe that's a good idea because you're going to feel better. And the people that have tried it end up by doing it. And I have them do that twice a day, at 10 and normally at 2. Like 2, 2.30 where you have that mid-afternoon, like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Just let's have you sit down on a chair and get back up. You're already sitting, so might as well do it. So at the end of the day, they still got, let's say, 60 squats in, and eventually we boost, we boost that to 50 and 50. So they got 100 squats in a day. Maybe it's not the perfect, you know, ass-to-grass squat, yeah. but they're still sitting down and getting yeah, back up. Moving. You get blood flow. You're more mentally alert. You're not relying on coffee. It's, it's a small, like, it's a quick trick. Oh. Why not do that? And then you you burn calories too, right? Yeah. So if you're on a weight loss journey, man, there, there's, there's no negative. Wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and the people that, as much as you might look stupid, people come back to me and they're like, yeah. So now we're like four or five people that they're <laughs> all just in the <laughs> office and they're just like, because it'll take them thirty seconds anyways. Yeah. Like you I'll do whatever a minute. <laughs> yeah. One example of that actually that I thought about is that yesterday I was treating uh, this girl. So I'm doing my internship at uh, Vanier College in the mm-hmm. athletic therapy clinic. Oh, so uh, you know she, Dam- do you know Damiano? Of course I know Damiano. Oh, yeah. so does, <laughs> Damiano, Damiano last year. Works, works, works at my place, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's oh, true. Oh, we yeah, saw the video so uh, yeah. where he was yeah. introducing the new laser you guys have gotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, go ahead. We're not talking about the <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to that point, uh, I was treating a girl. She was she had a, she had came to see me for hip pain. And she's like, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to Belize and I'm going to be on a flight for like, I don't know, four or five hours. Um, what can I do? I was like, well, let's see. What makes your hip what makes your hip pain worse sitting down okay what makes it better usually moving around i'm like okay so every so often try to move around in the plane she's like what do you mean i can't just walk around in the plane i can't just get up i'm like well you could try at least like get up go to the bathroom if you want go do some squats in the bathroom and the plane <laughs> as weird as that sounds and she's like oh it's true like uh, i mean between being in pain sitting down or going walking around just doing a few squats it's better so sometimes that's all you kind of need to do yeah. is kind of make them realize 
well, do you want to be pain free or do you want to kind of look like the weird person who's walking around on the yeah. plane? What's better? You but the thing the is, end. you know, and I was listening to another podcast last night and he, the guy who brings it up, he says, listen, he goes, we are only thinking of like, I am not me and I am not what you think of me. I am what I think you think I am. Huh. Wow. I'll Mind blown. I'm not who I think I am. <laughs> okay. And I'm not who you think I am. Right. Right. Because yeah. I technically don't know what you think. Yeah. Right. I am what I think that you, you think, think I am that I am. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm projecting myself in your head uh, and I'm creating, Oh man, like what do you guys think of who I am? Yeah. And then that becomes like, do they, do they like me? Like, are, am you know, can I be accepted? Yeah, right. So when you realize that's the case and you, you, you're like, well, I don't need to please everybody because you can't. I learned that during my wedding preparation, by the way, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you realize I can't please everybody. The seatings are tough. Yeah. 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 But I've done the, I've been, I, I went to Hawaii. I'm like, man, I was like, one was a two hour flight. One was a nine hour flight. And the nine hour flight, I was up walking around. I would squat. In the I bathroom? Would, nope. Uh, on the way. <laughs> there's like a small section in the plane where there's kind of like a, like the, the sections are divided, not before first class, but like in the economy class. And there's a little section where there's like there's extra leg room in the front of the first row. And there's a little small area there. I'd go there and I would just like hang out in the bottom of a squat, two minutes, stand up, do 15 minute, 15 squats, stretch out like the pecs a little bit, go back. An hour and a half later, do the same thing. And you know, my wife, who thinks I'm crazy, goes... <laughs> like every good relationship but she's like what are you doing and i'm like listen i'm feeling fine after and i don't care what anybody else is going to say because first off i don't know any of these people yeah and i'm never going to see them again very likely and if i'm feeling better and they're like man who's a crazy guy but i'm feeling good and you guys are feeling shitty so who cares like i'm i'm just doing this for me and i think when you get out of that oh man i i'm gonna look dumb you're looking dumb because you think somebody else thinks you look dumb, mm. but they got their own stuff to deal with. Yes. So yeah, so like so do the weird like squats <laughs> and and do the weirds. And there was what was cool is I got to sit next to this guy who was in the army, and he ends up by having like he switches chairs with somebody, and I was with my wife and my like fifteen uh, month old daughter. Ooh, so he nah. gets he sits right next to me and kind of does the oh crap I'm sitting next to a baby right yeah <laughs> but my daughter was actually pretty good she didn't cry the whole time but we started talking because he was doing the same thing not only would he stand up I would go and do like my little stuff I'd be up for about five seven minutes he was walking around the plane really like slowly just standing up for about half an hour at a time and he would go make his way in the back and then I'd see him come across. Nobody said anything, nobody, because no one's gonna say, "Hey, man, you gotta sit down." It's a nine-hour flight. Nobody knows that he just, you know, how long he's been walking. Yeah, yeah. He's not interfering, interfering with the, the flight attendants. Nothing. So he just did that, and we started talking. He's like, "Yeah," he goes, "I do this every flight." He goes, "That way, I don't feel all messed up when I when I land," because he was doing a lot of like Hawaii, back to mainland Seattle and back, and sometimes Chicago. So there's a lot of like. Time time zone changes. He goes, I can't be all messed up, but my body's messed up. I gotta yeah. perform as soon as I'm out. Yeah. It's like I don't care what people think. I was like, that's really cool. So yeah. <laughs> wow, that's really that's really sick.
All right, Johnny, so we have some interesting questions slash miscellaneous questions that we're going to kind of sort of rapid fire here right now, okay? So uh, my, I want to ask you is uh, if I asked you what your favorite exercise is, which would it be and why? Deadlift, hands down. Um, helps helps posture more than anything else I can think of, engages the most muscles, and you get to handle uh, a lot of weight. Cool. Okay, uh, and in your opinion, what is the biggest problem in uh, strength conditioning right now? Lack of rapport, uh, lack of the ability to have rapport with people. So your strength coach knows the technical side, but they can't translate it to whoever it is that they're dealing with. Because if you're, same thing with what we spoke about before, if you're an athlete or if you're a regular person, everybody's got issues that are outside the gym. You got to attack those so that we can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your favorite hobbies that have nothing to do with strength and conditioning? Uh, right now, spending time with my my kids. My daughter is fantastic. I love her to death. And uh, reading. I love, I absolutely love reading uh, motivational and inspiring texts and figuring out how to impact people on a greater level because we're, I believe we're here to help. So, All right. So another one of my rapid fire questions is who is the best athlete in the world and why? Oh, man, that's you think one. is. Best athlete in the world uh, currently? Uh, yes. Oh, Can be retired? Okay, I've retired. Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> I love Peyton. Um, best athlete overall in terms of performance and stuff? Oh man, that's a tough one. I don't think I can answer that. I, I admired Peyton for those who know who he is, quarterback, just because of his preparation and his, you know, can't like never say die attitude. I know Tom Brady has great. I, as much as I don't like him because it's Peyton's enemy, but uh, uh, Tom Brady has great preparation too. And people that are going to go and prepare and have that that incredible will, and they're the ones who kind of inspire me more than the God-given talents. You know, the people that are just like, well, this guy was just good and he doesn't have to work at it. Right. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, but I can't, in terms of athletic ability, that's tough. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap it up, but before that, uh, we have, uh, you know, the Joseph's famous question. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, Which, which he kind of answered, but yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, but still, we'll, we'll just ask that. We'll see if the answer's still the same. Okay, because uh, so if present Johnny, I keep saying older, but present Johnny yeah. had to give advice to younger Johnny, yeah. what would that be? Just no me and idiot. What? No be an idiot because he called. He's called an idiot. Him. No, uh, <laughs> he doesn't. Younger Johnny didn't want to listen as much. Um, <laughs> if I had to give him advice, I would say follow your heart right away. Just don't don't doubt it. And I, it's ironic because I'm talking to present Johnny too because there's some changes that we were looking to make. And uh, we as in Johnny, a third person. We Johnny. as in uh, <laughs> as as the gym. Uh, there's some stuff that we're looking to change inside of there, and uh, you know, career wise too. And just basically f follow your heart and it has yet to steer me wrong and just be comfortable being you. You know, like when we spoke about that airplane question before, yeah, if you guys don't edit that shit out, but if, if you guys, uh, but if, if, if you're comfortable saying like, I don't care what other people think of me, then it's whatever you're doing is that much more powerful. Because you're just going to say, listen, I'm going to be who I am and you're not going to worry. And if you're not worrying, it's one less stress that you have and it helps you perform. Yeah. You know, it's like saying, you know, do you want to drive with the handbrake on the whole time? You're like, man, I'm not going fast. Release the handbrake. So don't care what people think. Yep. Sick. Awesome. Man, I love All that. right. So let's wrap it up. Johnny, this is your chance to plug in 
you know some of your details instagram all that ways that people could reach you just so uh now it seems instagram is the main thing Uh, you guys can reach me at the johnny j-o-n-n-y lacory l-i-k-o-r-a-y i'm so sorry i pronounced your name wrong then no it's okay man I look, look right. Look right. Yeah, whatever, man. It's all good. Okay. Whatever. There's, I'm not. See, I'm not hung up on Fuck that. Right. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, you, you can reach me on Instagram from there. You can uh, check me out on Facebook. Uh, send me a message if you like. Um, I have a fitness app. Um, that's one of the things that we're looking to try and maybe promote uh, more. That's right no, here. Uh, promote <laughs> yes, but also at the same time maybe sell. Uh, mm. We're gonna see, but that's iGymPal. You guys can take a look at that. Um, Briefly, like it's it's, it's a. Uh, what what is the idea behind the app? So there, it basically tells you what to do without having a. The, the workouts are constantly changing. So one of the things that I've realized as as a strength coach and it's more a as a personal library, trainer, basically, uh, not so much a library, but we tell you what to do on on what day. Okay. And most of the time, when you see programs, it's like, well, I'll follow this for four weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, whatever, and that's it. Then they don't tell you where to go from there. This changes every day, so you're not following the same four day split you know, over 12 weeks, it, it's, there's something new every time that you go into it. Uh, something that we feel it keeps you complete. The exercises are complete so that it's well-rounded. We've uh, created that a couple of years ago. Um, tough, tough field to go into. Uh, it's not something that uh, I regret, but it is, it is tough. I have that. You can check the gym out at uh, Citalfort, C-I-T-A-L-F-O-R-T. Uh, put that in Instagram and you'll find us. Uh, I'm currently, I have my own podcast, which is oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. It's we really, can't put that in here. We can't. No, <laughs> hey, 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 it's yeah, no taking away the listeners. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I have, it's it, called, it. it's called the Million Pound uh, Podcast, oh. uh, available on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Um, iTunes is the best one. I haven't got many people on SoundCloud. Everyone's like, got iTunes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, check that out. Basically what I'm doing is gathering people across the island, uh, different strength coaches, um, different health practitioners. And I leave that very, very open from nutritionists to uh, some people that are just, you know, doing stuff on Instagram that looks pretty cool. And I'm reaching out to them and, and asking them, we're doing discussion about weight loss and what they feel w- w- works, what doesn't work, uh, their philosophy, their approach to it, because there are many different approaches to yeah. weight loss, you know, mm-hmm. and not mine is the only one that works. There's different stuff that works. And the goal is to have Montreal, the greater Montreal area, lose a million pounds. Um, The reason I wanted to do that was I said it's time to give something back and and basically get people on a on a grander scale. And yeah, and uh, that's awesome. Check check that out. Um, What else? The podcast I've done about like ten, ten, eleven episodes with that, and it's just trying to gather and unite the trainers because a lot of people will come out. And say, oh, well, you know, I work this way, so screw what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, this guy's yeah, an idiot. Yeah. and you're. Not, but that's not the case. We're all in this for the same purpose. We're all trying to help people and make their lives better. So if we all have different ways of doing it, but we achieve the same goals, shouldn't we all be on the same front? Very true. Um, so that's kind of what we do there. I'm looking to expand that to outside of just a physical setting. So I'm really curious as to how people's uh, mental outlook will help them in, in a weight loss journey or, or any type of fitness journey. And I'm looking to uh, to do that on a grander scale. So that's, that's cur- those are my current inspiring. projects. Very yeah, inspiring. that's really cool. Yeah. Wow. I like it. So yeah, Great. so we'll definitely include all those 
uh, online, and you guys and will have you guys can along, along with the yeah. annual athletic therapy conference, which we're all yeah. going. Reminder: <laughs> yeah. What else is happening? Well, this week, next week, next week. <laughs> well, this week, next week. Yeah. Which well, it will massages? be the episodes released next week, so it will be. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. Wellness week. <laughs> Wellness week's like, happening. The week just of, I don't know which date. 26 yeah. or something like that, but yeah. Be there. Take appointments. Not important. Me, and Joe, and team, Tyler all giving massaging. massages. Yeah. We're the best. Yeah. But yeah. No, all right. So, Johnny, Johnny thanks, thanks so much for giving us yeah, some thanks. of your precious Honestly. time. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, honestly, well, yeah, thank you, guys. Million, Real yeah. pleasure to have you here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, shout out to CJLO. Thank you, Thank you, They provide us with an amazing studio space and allow us to record our episodes. Uh, so you can check them out on cjlo.com, on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Um, awesome. So if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram, The Watts Podcast with a double T. Uh, watch out for our upcoming episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you plug back into our next episode. Until then, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful. Mic drop. Mic drop. I'm so happy.